Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of What's Your Fantasy? Fantasy Football Podcast. We got a killer episode for you today. Another draft recap that was actually um, demanded, I'd say, demanded of us. We're a hot commodity, apparently, uh, from my new startup I did with uh, some of my friends. Um, our stumbling, bumbling, fumbling league that I'm in with actually with Commissioner Dave in. Um, so we'll get into that, cracking into that actually in a bit here. Of course, I got to introduce my co-co-host, uh, The Shadow himself. Yo. What's up, man? Uh, then we have The Fun Train. Hey, guys. Man, he's he's really killing it with the fun today. Um, <laughs> we're going to move straight into our icebreaker, which is our personal Mount Rushmore of quarterbacks. So mine is actually pretty easy. Um, was pretty easy for me. I'm going to start off with, well, the goat, my goat, uh, which is Tomothy Brady. Easy peasy. I mean, I, I, I fully assume we're going to overlap on some of these QBs. Uh, my second QB on there, Peyton Manning. Third, Aaron Rodgers. And my fourth head on my Mount Rushmore of QBs, Michael Vick. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, who'd like to go up next? I'll take it next. Uh, surprised with that last one there with Michael Vick. Um, I thought we were going to be three or four, but uh, we're two or four. So I have to go with the GOAT as well, uh, Tom Brady. I like that you call him Timothy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Peyton Manning would also be up there for me. Okay. Uh, throwing throwing my Cowboys bias out there, bring us back to the '90s. Give me Troy Aikman, baby. Um, and then, of course, I got to go with the young goat himself, Patrick Mahomes. Oh, yeah. I listen. Patty is good, but I mean, he might be the greatest ever. Eventually, it looks like we're overlapping with two overall. Um, first, I don't know how Troy Aikman is on a list for fantasy football, being as. He stopped playing football probably 15 years prior to Scott playing. We, we didn't fantasy. specify. We didn't specify <laughs> fantasy football because Tom Brady wouldn't be up there. Wait. If we were talking about fantasy football. We're talking about quarterbacks. Oh, like, I, I definitely was under the impression and that this was for fantasy football. T- Troy Aikman got the Cowboys a few rings, so I he deserves to be on my rush more. He needed a he needed a cowboy. I was actually expecting wait. you to say Dak for some reason, but yeah. Wait, wait. Is, is this a fantasy football Mount Rushmore? Or overall, real life. Hmm. So this this is real life, man. This is well. I didn't think about that, but this is my my personal Mount Rushmore QBs. Got it. Okay. Well, we're just gonna do this off the cuff then. Oh, let's um, go, baby. Patrick Mahomes is definitely earning a spot up there. Um, a Rod. As much as I feel like I have a love-hate relationship with him, but he's been one of the most I've enjoyed watching over the years. Uh, Peyton Manning, uh, three, and let's uh, let's throw in uh, let's give Drew Brees a shout out and throw him in there. Oh man, uh, Drew was always pretty good too. Drew Brees over the goat. Interesting. Okay, I just I I mean no, I mean Tom Brady's great, but I just uh, he's never been like 
my idol or like the guy that I'm like excited to watch I mean, over I, the years. I agree. I agree. Like, but I, I mean, he's, he's the LeBron or Jordan or whatever side of that argument you're on of football. Like you, you gotta well, have him in your Rushmore. Well, again, I think we probably should have made the prompt a little more clear. Cause again, that wasn't who I thought the four best of all time were either four favorites, my Mount Rushmore, not the best, which are also two different categories. So true. true. This is maybe, Maybe we can uh, rewind it back to make uh, to make it a little more clear next time. Oh no, I want yeah. Next time, next time we'll, we'll rehash <laughs> this and make it more specific. You're right. We did just say QBs. So, <laughs> oh man, we're starting this episode hot and heavy. I love it. I love it. I love the sideband banter. Um, all right, you guys. So we'll go ahead and move on to our little recap of this startup draft here. And Stevo, I want you to go ahead. And lead this off for us. What what are some of your initial thoughts here, looking over uh, the startup draft? A- everyone who's listening, we do have this pulled up for both, well, all three of us, and this is kind of our uh, first impressions. Uh, I did not give these guys that much time to look over this. Well, I guess about a thirty minutes to about an hour so far. But what 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 do you think, Stevo? Yeah. So first, just want to say, yeah, thank you to this league for asking us to to kind of do a review and talk about the, the, the draft really appreciate y'all looking for that feedback. So we'll try not to be too roasty when, uh, when going through the teams, but you know, sometimes I'm going to have to let my, my, my passion come through. So mm. again, first glances. Um, oh, I'm sorry, Sivo. I, I, let me do the settings. I'm sorry. I totally about, forgot about the settings. So this is a super flex dynasty league, a uh, half PPR, but with a tight end premium of 1.75 point per reception, which is crucial. And c- can you just explain for the people what the 1.75 per perception means per reception means? Yes. So, so naturally with how it's set up um, per reception, every other positional player will get, 0.5 points per reception they receive in game. The tight ends, however, uh, with with this league, I wanted to up, I guess, the necessity for you know picking tight ends. Um, they will be getting 1.75 points each reception they receive or get. So yes, the the premium, as like as we said, superflex too. The quarterbacks are a premium tight ends in this situation are premium as well so they should be should be highly sought after and just for i guess a quick example of what that that could look like say two players a wide receiver and a tight end each got 10 receptions the wide receiver and and again under the assumption no yards so strictly reception 10 receptions the wide receiver gets five points the tight end gets 17.5 points so you can see the difference between tight end and wide receiver just off in the 10 receptions and and you can see a gap of over 12 points there so pretty significant again that's not taking into account touchdowns or yards mm-hmm. um but uh just to, uh, definitely important for us to lay out the league uh settings there as it will make a difference with uh with our review so with that in mind um jay meter what is his name Jeremy. Jeremy. So shout out to Jeremy. Um, heard you're a Chiefs guy. So I definitely support that. I can't wait the, to the day that I get to see a game at uh, Arrowhead. Um, with that said, my guy, my guy, Jeremy, 
you know, the first overall pick, you got Patrick Mahomes, which, you know, was the correct pick. From there, there may have been some some stumbles. It is the stumbling, fumbling, rumbling, but bumbling, bumbling league. So it's expected. <laughs> but um, you know, with with the first pick, maybe would have expected a little bit of a stronger team. Um, Mahomes, great quarterback. The rece- uh, receivers, Samuel and Pittman, pretty mediocre, not strong in, in terms of, of fantasy. Uh, Jacob Pierce Pacheco again nothing sexy jacobs has obviously got high high floor and ceiling but pearson pacheco pretty pretty large range of outcomes so um meter is probably just off the cuff my least favorite team um with again being in the overall the one overall position um doesn't naturally happen but uh um again you got Mahomes rolling with that so uh keep going um I, I, you know, Blazing Melon and JT Holcomb um, names MJ for for those guys. Oh, uh, Levi and Joe. Levi, Levi and Joe. Um, what's up, Levi? I think I stayed at your house one time. Mm-hmm. So thank you for that. Um, so first off the cuff, uh, you know, I, I, just, I saw no quarterbacks in the first two rounds and no tight ends. And with a super flex league and a tight end premium, it's extremely concerning. Um, I don't know if, if, and, and we'll talk about playoff teams. Um, I don't know if either of them make, uh, make my, make my top six, uh, again, uh, Levi with Jefferson ASB, uh, St. Brown and, um, sorry, what's Holcomb's name? Joe, Joe, um, Chase Brown. So these guys, I think arguably have the best dynasty receivers, um, in the league and Joe also has Bryce Young and CJ Stroud uh, a lot of a lot of young talent but again um, quarterbacks there's no heavy hitters on either team uh, Jones and Rogers with Levi Young Stroud with Joe um, so there's just yeah it's 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 gonna be a I think a pretty big wave of ups and downs throughout the season for them um dave got a shout out dave um at first i looked at his team and i was like meh but then i saw that he traded for my oldies but goodies Devonte adams and cooper cup so mm-hmm. dave's got a pretty pretty strong team and of course with tight end premium pre- premium um having mark andrews as your number one tight end is gonna give you a pretty solid floor not to mention that he also has evan ingram as his backup who should easily be a top 10 tight end um yeah and and he's got a really stable running back core with harris and mixon so like dave's team a lot um old man logan um obviously with the tight end premium you got to shout out the team that has travis kelsey so Way to get your guy. Um, you know, still don't know if I could take a what 32 year old tight end with my number one pick in in Dynasty. Um, maybe 33. Is he 32 or 33? Someone hmm. check me on that. But 33. Um, again, with the tight end premium, you know, you're going for it. But 
all that to say, he's got a lot, a lot of young talent supporting Travis Kelsey. So it's a, it's kind of a mixed, mixed bag there. You know, you got Anthony Richardson, Jameer Gibbs, um, Dalton Kincaid. So a bunch of rookies, Christian uh, Watson, still young Christian too. Watson and Kenny Pickett, second year players. Yeah. So you got your, your guy to win now, but you also have these unproven players. So, um, again, wide range of outcomes, I think you'll be you'll be happy with Kelsey on a week to week basis. Just don't know if the rest of the team will be able to to carry you there. But anyways, I don't want to um, steal all the spotlight. MJ or Scott agreements, disagreements, or what are your thoughts? I thought you made a, a many good points. Um, the first thing that caught my eye was Blazing Melon, which is Levi and and Holcomb. Uh, you said Joe. Joe. Uh-huh. Yeah, Joe. Yep. Yeah. Uh, you guys know how big I am on Justin Jefferson uh, <laughs> and Jamar Chase, but in a superflex tight end premium, wide receiver running back is not the play in the first round. I think you got to get one of those top eight quarterbacks or Kelsey Andrews um, if you're if you're top ten for sure. And I mean, I, I don't hate it. But I do hate that they turned around and grabbed two more wide receivers. Like, don't get me wrong. They have the best wide receiver cores in the league by far. Um, but in a tight end premium, especially a 1.75 tight end premium, like we did the math earlier, um, they're going to be hard-pressed to compete. Um, and like uh, Levi's team, his first tight end, Dalton Schultz, in the 12th round, like, uh, I just don't see it, man. I I, I like the squad, um, but not in a tight end premium. Um, I, th- I think uh, if I'm him, I hate to say it, but I'm I'm going to sell Jefferson at his peak and try and get everything I possibly can. Maybe go get a tight end so I can compete now or go buy up some 24 firsts or whatever I can do. Um, I don't know. Maybe not sell Jefferson, but sell some of those other pieces like Barkley or Daniel Jones or Aaron Rodgers do something. Um, cause I, I don't think you're in this race right now. Um, yeah, I'm going to shout out MJ here in a little bit. So I'm just going to look over his team in a little bit. Uh, a bunch of these other teams, uh, who's Cobra zero six, four, two, uh, John, John, shout out, John. What's up, my dude. Um, love the Lawrence Pickett 10. Uh, I think that's awesome that he fell to you. Uh, there, um, came around, got McCaffrey. Like if this was a non tight end premium league, love that pick. But because it is, I think you got to go second quarterback here or, uh, Andrews kind of got sniped one pick right before you. So maybe Pitts. Uh, I feel like Pitts is kind of up in the air. Uh, maybe Hawkins in there. Um, but I, I definitely didn't like that. You went McCaffrey and then Taylor as well. I think you definitely should have got another quarterback or your first tight end at that spot. Um, I do like the Lawrence Prescott stack for your super flex quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think you should have put more focus on tight end there. Uh, and same thing with my dude, Charles, Charles flowers, uh, love Bijan, huge Bijan guy, tight end premium, super flex. You didn't get a tight end or quarterback until round six, round six, um, I think I think you're going to have trouble competing as well, my dude. Uh, go hey, out Chuck, there and get Chuck, though, you know, if it was a redraft league, you know, Charles, teams oh yeah, it, 
would have been sick redraft this <laughs> is uh i would be high pressed to say you'd be definitely a playoff team with this redraft team but alas Bleak but alas <laughs> but alas um i mean i i i've really enjoyed it i mean and i do have to say i i did stress you guys i did stress to everybody you got to look out for the QBs and you got to look for the tight ends. Now, this doesn't mean you can't compete, you know, because we can, you can still make trades, right? You have quality players. You can still make trades. Um, and I, man, I, I have to shout out my, my two dudes who went for it and got their guys. Like, like Steve-O said, Jeremy get, I mean, it was written the stars. You'd get the one-on-one and you'd get to pick Mahomes, who is your favorite player and your goat. So good on you, man. Um, I mean, I I'm a little surprised about Jacobs. I mean, he's been falling into the fourth, fifth round. He did reach and grab him in the second. Um, Love, I feel like Love was definitely stretch. Who's going? I believe in the seventh round, uh, seventh, eighth round of drafts. But hey, you, you know, get your guys. And I'm he loves love. He loves he loves love. love. If you got your guys, you got your guys. Uh, Justin, listen, going for. Let me see. One, two, three, four. Four of your top five picks were all players from Bama. So listen, I'm happy for you. And I mean, they're pretty good wide receiver room too. And you got Kyle Pitts at least. So you did understand the premium of the of the tight end position. And you can keep Kyle Pitts on your team forever. And right? he'll, he'll enjoy watching every Sunday because he's got his Bama guys. He'll yeah. get to support them each week, which is always fun. Um. Oh yeah, baby. And I mean, there's... The biggest team is like Tyler, Tyler shoot, man. I mean, you, I, and I was texting Tyler throughout this draft and I was, he just kept taking these players who I thought would fall to me. And I mean, Tyler has a very awesome, I mean, he did get Kittle, man. And he got Tyreek, you got Diggs, you got Eckler, Henry, Kamara, Cooper, Lockett. You got to win now, dude. Sick receivers. Yeah. Sick receivers, sick running back room. You're in it to win it. If you need to make a move, I mean, maybe get yourself another tight end, I think, personally. But, dude, you're you're definitely in a win-now position. I mean, if Mac Jones, if Mac Jones especially shows up. Um, I, I think uh, I think Tyler and uh, Levi need to make a trade. I think Tyler needs to go get Daniel Jones from, from Levi, figure out a way to make that happen. Um, yeah. And I agree. I think I think he could compete with yeah, something what, better than Mac Jones. Then Levi's only got Rodgers. I think uh, I think Levi needs to be playing for next year. He needs to go get some twenty four first. Yeah, he should I get mean, rid of Jones and Rodgers because Rodgers only has a couple of years. Yeah, so on both. <laughs> I don't recommend that. <laughs> um, I. Yeah, Joe, I mean, yeah, Levi and Joe, I mean, crazy, crazy wide receiver rooms. Um, and I think also Tevin, uh, House Fowler for you guys. Uh, Garrett Wilson and Olave did make that trade. He was the first person to make a, a trade in the draft. Um, and he did go out and get Goddard, at least. And um, Goddard, who we have mixed feelings about, you know, if he does happen to show up and get receptions here and there, because I, I don't see him really as much of... I mean, I see AJ Brown and Devonta Smith just dominating the receptions this year. All these looks from Hertz, but I think Goddard is a good pickup at least for a potential top twelve tight end. Uh, I, I'll give him top twelve at least. And uh, Charles, I do have a couple concerns mainly because 
your two quarterbacks, you do have Kirk Cousins and Russell Wilson and then Jarrett Stidham. So, I mean, there are, there are a couple teams here who were smart, got themselves at least three starters. Um, I do have concerns of the teams who only have two and are may potentially fade out of the league in two to three years out of a job. So, um, man, fun draft though. I mean, exceptionally fun. I'm, I mean, I know you guys are both soaking in, but both all the teams currently still. So, yeah, I, I, uh, again, you know, apart from a couple similar to our league, I, I feel like it's a pretty even league, um, which given the, uh, you know, lack of experience, I think is, is pretty great. But, but again, I think there's a couple of, of outliers. Um, I mean, again, not, 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 this is the last, last one, last one, Jeremy, but Rasheed Rice in the eighth round, um, like maybe the third or fourth receiving option on the Chiefs. So again, but he, <laughs> he went after his guys. So got to give him props for that. Um, Chiefs defense in the 13th round, shout out. Um, again, he's, he's, he's going to support his boys each and every week. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think I think this this will be a, a pretty pretty competitive league. Listen, my first year playing fantasy football, I drafted all Cowboys players. I'm all about it, supporting your boys, but it's not good for fantasy. Uh, I I think my boy Jeremy's going to learn that the hard way this year. Uh, go after one player. You got your boy Mahomes. You don't need any more Chiefs on your team. Mahomes is it. You're good. Mm. Go get some other studs from other teams. Yeah. How how about um. Let's let's talk about the premiums really quick. Um, who do you think um, has the best quarterback room? That would be you. Yeah, okay. I mean, well, I think that's 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 obvious. You got Allen and Watson uh, as your starters, Carr as your next backup, and then you got Trey Lance riding your taxi, which is awesome. Um, well, I, I'm I'm gonna I, I think Trey Lance in the eleventh was you could have probably gotten something better there. Um, I mean, look, look at the draft, length. though. Look at the draft, though. Who, who I would have taken think? Garoppolo. You got you got Allen and Watson that are your sure starters. Like, take a couple of guys that are going to be surefire, just like stability guys. I, um, I disagree with Steven there. I definitely would have taken Lance over Garoppolo. I think Garoppolo's okay. got a year, maybe two left in the league. I think Lance is going to move on from the 49ers, and putting him on your taxi this year doesn't hurt you at all. And you're going to have somebody that is going to be a stud for another team. In a, a year or two now, stud. He, he's fighting with a third string quarterback spot on his own team. A stud that's is because a- that's because the coach hates him. Shanahan hates Trey Lance. He didn't want him. He, they, he didn't want the 49ers to draft him. Okay, like, that's, you're just really this reading is into media about. No, no. <laughs> anyway, it's all MJ. Over. I think I think like again, if you're going to go for a rookie jump, I would have even said Desmond Ritter over Trey Lance, who at least he is mm-hmm. he's a bona fide starter. And, True, and, he is a anyway. starter. Yeah. You got the best quarterback room. Um, so Lance being your fourth quarterback is great. But but yeah, I think um I think you followed by House Fowler would be my my top top quarterbacks. Yeah. I mean, Dave with Fields and Murray, um, which again, I guess we can segue maybe into our uh, high floor, high ceiling um discussion. If y'all are good with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. And I think with that, 
Dave is receiving my my highest ceiling superlative. And the reason being is, again, ceiling means potential. And Justin Fields and Kyler Murray, two of the best running quarterbacks in the NFL, if they both reach their peak, which again, ceiling is potential. If they both reach their peak, those are two top five quarterbacks in fantasy um and so Andrews as well with, I mean. yeah not to mention with the number arguably number one in dynasty tight end um so fields murray couple of andrews um and then you got cooper cup and Devonte adams which again no they're older so like long term it's not the move um but i mean again if, if these guys are all healthy which again we're talking high ceiling here Dave could score like 200 points in a week and that's not exaggerating. <laughs> um, so, uh, so yeah, so, so Dave gets my, my high ceiling, I guess before, I guess, yeah. Who, who are y'all's uh, high ceiling guys? Yeah. So for me, my high ceiling and high floor are the same person. And honestly, I, I went back and forth cause I, I really hate it when they're the same because um, they do mean two different things. But for me, it's MJ's team and it's not close. Um, and, and, I don't disagree that Dave is maybe the closest second, um, but it's got to be MJ. You just said two top five quarterbacks when they're both at their peak. Let's talk about Josh Allen, Deshaun Watson. If we get uh, number three best quarterback in the league, Deshaun Watson status back this year, like MJ has the best quarterbacks uh, between Allen and Watson. It's not close. Uh, he has the two best tight ends in a tight end premium with Hawkinson and Waller. Uh, you're saying that Dave's ceiling is 200 points a week. I think MJ's floor could be 200 points a week if his dudes are just hitting their average. This is Scott like, being extremely Scott <laughs> by, by <laughs> saying that. Um, again, I don't think you understand the concept of floor and ceiling. And again, MJ, your team is good, but Hawkinson is not in the same breath as Andrews. So... Again, when we're talking ceiling, I am talking the potential of the players. Um, and again, we won't jump to floor, but MJ is my floor guy for some of your aforementioned reasons, Scott. Mm-hmm. But again, for as far as ceiling goes, his players, I don't think, have the peak that some of MJ's do. But Hawkinson and Waller, that's two top tight ends. I mean, yeah, Dave has Andrews and Ingram. Give me Andrew, yeah, give me Andrews and Ingram no, every day. Uh, Fine, but give me Allen and Watson over Fields and Murray any day. First of all, we don't even know if Murray's going to play this year. Dave is so biased on Kyler Murray. Um, yeah, I, again, I'm, it's, I'm, it's, I'm out on that. Like, I'm, I'm out on Kyler Murray it's this year. Stealing. You have to understand what stealing means, and stealing takes into account oh. injuries and everything. Sure, but even taking into account Kyler Murray at his peak, playing on the worst team in the league. Give me Allen and Deshaun Watson over Fields and Murray, and it's not close. Like it's not close. Like it's MJ is close. definitely the highest floor, and I think he's the highest ceiling too. MJ, what you got? Yeah, listen, I I have been flip flopping a couple times, and I mean I do have to agree. It's for me, it's hitting the premiums. For me, it's hitting the premiums, and that's what I'm basing a lot of my floor and ceiling off of. Now, I do have to agree, if Fields and Murray both start on the same week and their rushing ability, plus Andrews and Ingram, who I think Ingram's going to be a top top 10 tight end as well. I mean, 
I can't really make a decision. I, you know, I hate tooting my own horn, but I mean, it is a toss up between the two of us for the highest ceiling. I mean, personally. Now, oh, gosh, I and of course, last time as we did this, I flip flopped the two. Um, <laughs> <laughs> couldn't get it, but I, I, I think Tyler actually has a potential to have. It's just Mac Jones. Yeah, I was gonna say that. I mean, it's Mac Jones and his lack of a. It's it's Mac Jones and his lack of a second tight end. He doesn't have like just. I'm out on Mac Jones for his second quarterback, and because he doesn't have a second tight end and a tight end premium, there's there's no way I can say that he has a higher floor than you. Like it's not close. But I will have to agree for for both both floor and ceiling. I've been flip flopping between me and me and Dave, me and Dave really um, our teams. Um, oh, see, we'll see Dave's floor. Dave also has a low floor if Murray doesn't pan out. So, well, not low floor, but he has a much lower floor than you. Um, again, I think Murray is, is a key part, obviously yeah. a key part of the puzzle. Yeah. And I mean, cause at that point he's going to be starting, uh, Tannenhill, who's his, his other starting quarterback. And, I just, I mean, I don't know with with Tennessee how that's going to go. Um, which that second t- uh, quarterback position could really be what bites him in the ass. I mean, yep. uh, yeah. I mean, look, a lot of these teams are like Steve, uh, the Fun Train said. I mean, this was a uh, for all of you guys who are listening, you know, from this league. Who, other than me and Dave, are first time dynasty players. I mean, y'all drafted some really good teams. And I mean, and this might as well be Dave's first time. True. And hey, tight end premium. <laughs> Shout out, Dave. Hey, I, I, see, I see a couple of excellent trade possibilities. Just looking like between Dave and Levi's team, if Dave fields Kyler Murray and Sam Laporta, two players that should be sure bets in the future for like Daniel Jones and maybe one of his wide receivers or running backs, I think that could make Dave's team Dave's team unstoppable this year. Um, if I'm Dave, I'm looking strongly at Blazing Mel and Levi over here and uh, and trying to get something from his team that I can use now. And if I'm Levi, I'm trying to get stuff that I can use in the future. Yeah, I, I mean... Don't be afraid ooh. of speed date, guys. Yeah, don't yeah, don't be afraid to talk to everybody. I mean, these are uh, we're planning on, you know, this dynasty league as long as it should hopefully go on. You know, you you're going to get to know your league mates and you should get to know your league mates, know know what they want in a trade, know how they feel about their players. I I know for a fact I'm never getting Mahomes from Jeremy. I uh, I know for a fact. I'm honestly I'm probably never getting Hurts from Justin either since he went to Bama. So, I mean, <laughs> but you know, that's this is where this is where dynasty really begins to be to get fun, right? Because you get to go into understand your team and then understand what moves you should make based upon your core, right? Whether you should rebuild, aim for the rebuild if you have the youth, aim for uh, the win now if your players are a little aged. You know, if I, yeah, like you said, Scott, I think Dave. If he can score another starting uh, QB who who can put up a good floor of what maybe eighteen points, ooh, I'd, with the rest of his core, 
yeah, I'd I'd really have Davis. I mean, scary scary team. And I think if Tyler goes for another, I mean, see if he can go up a tier, a couple tiers in QB with Mac Jones. See if he can maybe leverage Kamara in a pick. I mean, or get another tight end. I mean, the possibilities are endless in Dynasty, you guys. And I I just want to continue to talk about like this isn't the end all be all. You know, like I said, these this is our initial initial responses to these teams to this startup and uh i mean the rest is in your hands so i mean great stuff so far which i mean i guess we'll go ahead and move into uh our top six bottom six i can't i mm, which is pretty tough on my end too um oof. yeah i'll 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 take it um i think Five through seven is is as close as always, but um gonna give MJ Dave. Who's our Bama guy? Justin. Justin, MJ Dave, Justin. Tyler. Tevin? Yeah, Tevin. And is old man Logan Logan? Yeah. So, so that's that's a that's a wild card for me. Um, but I was between Old Man Logan and Cobra for that last spot. But uh, I think MJ, Dave, Justin, Tyler, Tevin, I feel pretty good about. Which which team is Tevin? Uh, uh, House, Fowler. House Fowler. House Fowler. Okay. Um, so I think I agree with Stephen on five of those teams. I I. Don't like House Fowler as one of mine. Uh, his remember he has Goddard. Okay, uh, and I'm the biggest anti Goddard person <laughs> in the world. He's never finished inside the top ten. He's finished ten three times. He's never finished inside the top ten. Um, so I, I don't like Goddard. You know how I feel about Tua. Um, love Lamar. Love his wide receivers and Wilson Alave. But I think instead of House Fowler, I would take who is uh, JDP1409? Josh. Yeah, give me Josh with uh, Herbert and Goff as his quarterbacks. Uh, he's got Fryermuth as his number one tight end. Dolchich, who should be fairly decent uh, for Denver as a second tight end. Um, running back core is decent with uh, Walker, Dobbins, uh, Robinson, the Washington variety, and Gibson. Um so, I mean, between those two, he should have a third solid running back. Uh, and then Lamb, JSN, Flowers. I, I don't like that JSN and Flowers are who he's going to be fighting for for his second wide receiver. I think he should go get a better second wide receiver. But uh, I like Josh's team better than House Fowler. Okay, wait, uh, wait. I, we got we to break this down because I, I don't think you're making sense to yourself. So, all right, first let's start with <laughs> Lamar Jackson and Tua versus Herbert and Goff. You're taking Herbert and Goff over Jackson and Tua. I think it is extremely close with Tua's. Right. So we'll say that's a wash. All right. So then we okay. got Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave. No, 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 no. Stop, 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 stop. It's a tight end premium league. So then we got Pat Fryermuth and Dolchich versus Goddard. Give me, give me Fryermuth and Dolchich. It, and it's maybe a wash. That's very close. Still Goddard versus Fryermuth. Let's not say that that's a runaway by any means. Okay. So very close. Yeah. Chris Olave and. Garrett Wilson. I give, I give, I give, yep. I give Fowler the nod there for wide receivers. Not going to argue that. 
and then and running backs, then not not close. Josh's running backs are way versus Swift, White, Cook. Yeah, so I mean, he's got the nod with running backs, but again, with a half point PPR and being a super flex, I, I mean, I think House Fowler has the edge, and I, I mean, I, but if there's going to be a com- like person comparing to him, JDP, no offense, is not the guy. I think House Fowler. I mean. Run I think those I think those are my six seven. It's gonna be between those two for the last playoff spot. I think MJ's a lock. I think Tyler's a lock. Um, I think our War Eagle guy is a lock. That's the Bama guy. Um <laughs> and uh old man Logan, I think he is decent. And I gotta give Dave the nod, assuming Murray plays. If Murray doesn't play, Dave better do something. Um so I agree with your other five. And I think those other two are my borderline six seven. Yeah, my uh, I, I agree actually a lot with you guys. I I'm I teeter the most with uh Josh and Logan actually. I do have Tevin in my top six. Um now Josh and Logan kind of do flip flop for me just because yeah it it comes down to Kenny Pickett for me, um and Stafford. If either one of those can actually sh- I mean and I mean Richardson. Richardson's still a rookie and he hasn't proven anything. And I mean, it's a floor, it's a floor and ceiling kind of debate. I mean, yeah, Josh has a much more floory team and Logan's got a very ceiling team. Like how, how <laughs> I'm hard a floor will, guy. Yeah. I'm definitely yeah. a floor guy. <laughs> Just how hard will Kelsey, will he need Kelsey to carry him? That's going to, that's, that's the ultimate question. Cause Kelsey, if you just look at his points, I mean, he's, he's averaging like 25. It, with this setting upwards of 25 points a week with this setting and i think he needs that i think yes. if he's getting anything less than 25 a week from kelsey he will be in trouble um and unless some of these quarterbacks pop off like we're talking about yeah i mean uh gosh it's tough toughy guys i rankings always tough for me um steven and scott always have the better better brains for their uh piecing these things together but um, great stuff, you guys. A- any other initial uh, last thoughts b- prior to we move on? No, I, th- I think, again, just great job. Um, I feel like it's a pretty daunting task doing your first Dynasty League, nonetheless super flex, nonetheless tight end premium. So I feel like, again, my overall thoughts is that it, it will be a competitive league um, when you're debating like the five through seven, eight playoff spots, that means that there's, you know, a lot of competition in the middle there and um, a few players could, could swing, swing the, the league. So, yeah. Um, and Hey, as we, as we, all three of us, all three of us have learned, seen from experience, all you have to do is make the playoffs. Oh yes. Yeah. All you can't have to do that the, enough. Yeah. Just make the playoffs. do. <laughs> And I don't think uh, this league, you guys don't have a BS wildcard rule, do you? Nope. Okay, great. So yeah, just hit that, get that number six record, and you guys are golden. <laughs> yeah, fight for six, fight for six, baby. Um, awesome recap, you guys. And uh, I I mean, I just have to once again thank thank the guys from this league for specifically asking for us to, to review this uh, Dynasty startup. It means a lot to us, you know. Um, so with that, we'll move on to MFK, led by Scott. Scott? What you got, brother? 
All right, so I already used my August theme uh, in the last podcast. So this one is kind of just going off of what's coming up for us. Um, going to Seattle here in uh, a week and a few days over Labor Day weekend uh, with Steven and a couple of our, our bros from high school and college. Uh, and so with that, Seattle is where Starbucks originated. Um, and so kind of going down that train, uh, I've got three additions that you can add to your coffee or hot beverage because uh, I'm actually not a big coffee person. And so your choices are vanilla, peppermint, or pumpkin spice. MFK. Oh. Um, I'll take this first. Um, I have actually, I love peppermint. So um, I will absolutely have to Mary peppermint. Um, listen, if you've ever had the peppermint milkshake from Chick-fil-A either, oh my gosh. But the Christmas Starbucks iterations are some of my favorites. And of course, vanilla is actually one of my wife's favorite flavors additions to coffee. And I've had a lot of her coffee uh, over the years. So my my friends with benefits is going to have to be um, vanilla and pumpkin pumpkin spice i don't really get the hype um not really my thing so it will have to be my kill bro have you had a psl or what um i've had a i've had a one a couple i will i will caveat this by saying i am a black coffee drinker maybe a splash of almond milk so i'm not not team syrups but with that in mind if i were to dabble and of course i have um, by the way, if Starbucks, if you guys would like to sponsor this podcast, we would welcome you with open arms. Um, Mary is going to be the P- pumpkin PSL easy, easy Mary, man. That is delicious. Um, it's okay. peppermint. Again, I will say the whole vibe of the, uh, the peppermint season. Um, again, talking Starbucks here cause it rules. Um, but the peppermint syrup is, is good and just makes you feel jolly in the season um and killing vanilla it's just like i mean come on who, what, are, what, are, what are we talking about here this is <laughs> that's just basic um not that a psl isn't but um anyways scott what you got oh man we're, we're all different um so i'm gonna start with my mary uh it's definitely pumpkin spice um i love pumpkin spice like i said i'm not a big coffee drinker so i, I normally go for the chai tea latte um give me that pumpkin spice but listen give me anything pumpkin spice uh the the muffins the bread uh the bushwhackers i love pumpkin spice i think it's such wow. a great flavor i think it's criminal that it's only available for three four months out of the year you well, say I bushwhacker? Like, bushwhacker? yeah yeah have you ever had a pumpkin spice bushwhacker so no. like the alcoholic milkshake yeah but pumpkin spice flavor it's huh. it is to die for yeah so uh shout out to flounders in pensacola that's where i first got one uh little uh change your life forever huh yes for their cold beverages (laughs) (laughs) listen if you haven't had a pumpkin spice bushwhacker you yeah you gotta get one but um like i said i think it's criminal that they're only available like pumpkin spice in general is only available three four months out of the year like come on let's just make it 12 months out of the year like why is pumpkin spice not always a thing i would order it every single time i go to a coffee shop if I can get pumpkin spice. Um, 
my friends with benefits would have to be vanilla. I just like vanilla in general. I think it adds good mm-hmm. flavor to things. Um, and it's not that I don't hate peppermint. Uh, I just think the other two are better. I, I agree. I think some of the Christmas uh, variations on beverages uh, with peppermint in them are very good, but they don't hold a candle to pumpkin spice or vanilla, in my opinion. Oh, good stuff. Um, mind if I go next? So uh, my selections this evening are based upon, well, one of my favorite food, fast foods, I guess. Um, tenders, chicken tenders. Okay, so I do have a little Auburn shout out in this one. But of course, now they actually got one of these restaurants as well, too. So first one up, Guthrie's. Raisin Cane's. And my Auburn shout out, Tenda Chick. Interesting. Yeah. No, no Zaxby's on on the list, huh? Zaxby's, Zaxby's basic. What? I Um, I was actually hoping you would say Zaxby's because I would take Zaxby's over all three of these. But I get get more consistent chicken tenders from these three locations than I do from Zaxby's. Yeah. So I. I don't know if I've had Raising Cane's before, but in my mind, it would be like a top five for me if I have it, just based off of like what I've seen. So all that to say, I'm going to give Tender Chick my Mary just because I had it when I was in Auburn. Very solid. Um, great tendies. Uh, friends with Betcha Fits. Again, don't really know them, so it could be a little wine night action. Um, Raising Cane's, they look good in all the videos that I see of them. Um, and I'm going to kill Guthrie's. I just feel like, uh, I don't know, the, the marketing's not there for me. Um, and I feel like <laughs> in, in my mind, uh, Raising Cane's has got to be better. So, Okay, Scott? Um, yeah, so uh, I actually agree with Steven for once. Um, I, I do remember having Tenachik way, way back in the day, over a decade ago. Uh, decade plus, man, getting old. Uh, at Auburn, um, good stuff. Uh, Raising Cane's would be my friends at Bench Fits. Listen, uh, I have had Raising Cane's. It is a big deal here in the uh, the Midwest. In oh, fact, wow. I think they're just calling it Cane's now. Um, I think they got rid of the raising out of it. I think I think the Cane's are all grown up. Um, so uh, it is good. But to me, Zaxby's is way better. Um, and it's one of those arguments I have with my Midwest friends who have never had Zaxby's <laughs> before. I'd be like, you're missing out. Also, the big downside to Cane's for me is they only offer cane sauce. Like, you can't get ranch. Yeah, sauce. there's yeah, like, true. I, I can't call it a chicken tender place if you're not going to give me ranch, the greatest condiment known to man. Um, so, like, to me, that's a huge downgrade to Cane's because they don't offer ranch. Uh, but I agree with Steven. Guthrie's uh, would be my kill here of these three. Um, yeah, I, I prefer the other two. Oh, mad respect, you guys. Uh, little little difference. Canes will have to be my kill. I do love Canes. Um, I don't know if you remember this, Steve-O, uh, but you were the first person who brought me to Tend a Chick at Auburn. Long I do time, not remember that. Long I, time ago. Wow. That's, that's cute. Very long time ago. And you were the one who opened my eyes to Tend a Chick. Tend wow. a Chick is going to be my Mary because I have... Because they... Like also their coleslaw is pretty good. Their coleslaw is really good. Um, so tender chick and their oh and their oh my goodness, their uh toasted bread too. That was really good. Um and Guthrie's. Uh my wife loved loves Guthrie's, so we get it a lot. 
And <laughs> and so Guthrie's would be my uh, friends with Benjamins for sure. I mean, all all I do have to say, if if Canes did offer more than just their cane sauce, you're right. They do only offer their sauce, and if they offered a bit more selection, I'd like them a bit more. So, uh, just a little interesting one for you. Uh, fun train. What what are your uh, MFK for this week? All right, guys. So I went to see Barbie this weekend. Finally. So of course, yay, nay, yay, yeah, oh, okay. go see it. Awesome, it's a fun, lively film. Good soundtrack. Um, yeah, it's it, it was uh, it made made you laugh. Um, probably make some people cry. I don't cry, but uh, yeah, <laughs> good movie. Go, go see it. Um, so of course, got to do uh, got to do three Barbies slash Barbie characters. Um, actresses who play the characters. We got Margot Robbie, of course, Barbie. We have Dua Lipa, who many people probably didn't know that she was the mermaid in the film. Also had the hit song Dance the Night in the movie. Um, and then uh, Helen Mirren, who was the narrator of the film. Oh, wow. Um, hopefully you guys know who Helen Mirren is, and this will maybe make the MFK a uh 30 <laughs> um no disagreement <laughs> yeah so i'll go first um i actually also saw the uh the barbie movie uh not this past weekend two weekends ago um the wife and i went uh with a bunch of her friends she she drugged me to it um and i was the token kin but uh it was very hilarious highly recommend um my wife apparently did cry at some parts, which I don't, I don't know where she was crying because I was laughing pretty much the entire time. Um, and uh, alongside Dua Lipa as the mermaids was John Cena as the male Ken mermaid, which was pretty funny. His little cameo. Uh, love me a good John Cena cameo. So uh, with that, Mary Margot Robbie, uh, Friends of Benjamins, Dua Lipa, and Kill Helen Mirren. Yeah, that's... Yeah, that's that's probably exactly how I'm gonna I'm gonna ride that this wave. Uh, I'm gonna ride this entire wash um, right here. I mean, Margot Robbie is just perfect, perfect. And like, I do have to reference this video I saw on Twitter like last week where she was talking to a um, um, a deaf fan. She was signing with that fan and i mean i was just like all that yeah how can she become better than she already is in front of my eyes now i, I love you sydney i will never leave you for anybody i love you to <laughs> to hell or high water but my gosh like margo is just so down to earth and such a good person and like i can't wait to see the barbie movie we've been meaning to go so um i will act follow that exact same mfk scott yeah, so Margo's actually giving my kill here. Um, I'm obviously I'm kidding. Oh, um, so funny man. <laughs> um, There's a fun train. <laughs> you know, it should put you in the uh, Barbie movie. Be funny with the other kids. This is I ho hopefully that will be my Halloween costume this year. We'll see, but uh, this will be our rare, I think, uh, consensus across the board. Um, gonna have to. K poor uh, poor Helen, um, friends with Benjamin Fitz, Dua Lipa, 
she i mean all right let me get on dual Lipa tangent for for a second here so dual Lipa was in my top five spotify artist of 2022 oh all that to say i listened to her a ton and if you guys haven't listened to all her music this is dual Lipa playlist on spotify check it out um her latest album which is totally slipping my mind the name of it um it's gonna come to me uh great album and the album before that had a lot of good songs um oh future nostalgia future nostalgia really good album um anyways listen to dua lipa she's great and um she's a baller so friends bitch if it's her and then yeah margot robbie she's uh perfect she's australian she's just angelic by how great she is so uh easy mary easy mary and i do have to say listen helen if you weren't 78 right now um and uh, although if you have seen older pictures of helen she i mean she was beautiful absolutely beautiful in her youth so uh if we even the odds a bit probably a friends of benefits but Margot has i think all of our hearts so up next great great segment of mfk you guys uh we're moving on to the jukebox all right sticking to the barbie theme have to go with a couple songs off of the barbie album because again great soundtrack kept the movie going the full time the first song is i'm just ken sung by ryan gosling in the film um ken's spotlight song uh definitely uh pretty pretty funny in the movie so Next five years in Dynasty, guys, are you taking Kenny Pickett or Kenneth Walker? Uh, hmm. Who is your Ken? I like that. Ah, oh, shoot. This was kind of tough because I, oh, I've seen what I've seen what Kenneth Walker can do. I haven't seen what Kenny Pickett can do yet. And I, and I mean, did you say, are we ass- yeah, are we assuming super flex dynasty? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll go ahead and go uh, in. Listen, uh, I'm going to take Kenny Pickett, even though there's still a lot of question marks there. The uh, super flex is really what does it for me. And the fact that, Kenneth Walker is a running back. We know they have a shorter lifespan, and he already has some competition with Charbonnet in Seattle. Uh, for all those reasons, give me Kenny Pickett, even though this year definitely would rather have Kenneth Walker on my team. Yeah, I. Mm, if this is really like if we're saying like dynasty, superflex, well, I guess just dynasty in general, I will take the quote unquote. A position with longevity and that is going to be Kenny Pickett and yeah he I guess I guess he has I've, at a point we've seen his his worst right it, can it only go up from here I I, I think so I, I think so yeah I said um, I love you know how you guys know how much I love Kenny Walker Kenneth Walker um, but yeah, yeah Kenny Pickett's going to be the play here breaks my heart I mean yeah give me give me Kenneth Walker again next five years he's got charbonnet he's still the number one worst case scenario that seahawks move on from him and he goes to be a number one on another team two 
what is the ceiling for Kenny Pickett? I mean, like maybe quarterback 18. Like I'm just talking like in the next five years, dude, he doesn't have the ceiling to surpass some of the guys that are, I mean, I don't think he's ever hitting the top 15 in our quarterback rankings. So I think for the ceiling, even if super flex, um, I'm going to go uh, KW3. I, I think he could hit top 15. He was the only first round draft quarterback in the 2022 draft. I mean, so we're, we're looking at like this should be the year where we see something kind of what we saw with Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields last year. Do I think we're going to see anything to that caliber this year? I don't, right? I do expect a significant improvement this year. And I think maybe year three, we might see a pretty big bump, but I, I think top 15 is a reasonable ceiling for him. Should we do a, a name game until, uh, until we uh, figure out what guy you would take Kenny Pickett over in the, in the top 15? I mean, well, this year I'm not taking him in the top. 15, no, 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 Bob. Sure. I'm saying in the next five years. So I'm going to go sure. down. I'm going to go down a, a rankings list, and you tell me when there's a guy that you're not taking over Kenny Pickett. All right. As soon as you say two, that's my answer. But okay. <laughs> um, I mean, okay. That might, that's probably your answer. Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, Justin Herbert, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, Deshaun Watson, Kyler Murray. Anthony Richardson, Dak Prescott, Bryce Young. So that's 13. Is there any question that you're taking any of those guys? Negative. What we know right now, I would rather have those other 13. All right. So Tua is next, which you made the comment that you would take Kenny Pickett, which again, that's just, you just really. I I mean, I was, I was throwing that out there. Honestly, I, Tua is an avoid for me, just period dot. Um, it depends on the situation, but I, I would almost rather have Kenny Pickett as my quarterback three than Tua as my quarterback two, if that makes sense. It doesn't. That's not the point of the, the conversation. So we'll say you would take Tua. CJ Stroud? No. Daniel Jones? Definitely not. Kirk Cousins? No. Jared Goff? No. Geno Smith? Yes. All right. So. Say Bryce Young, too, already? 18. <laughs> is the number that we that we got to. and and we said we're talking like right now what we know now but five years from now like i i think he could easily jump three four of those names Pop. i think do you know unquestionably Tua. listen love the guy great quarterback he's one concussion away from being done period like i i want nothing to do with it i i wish him yeah. nothing but health i hope he has a long career I'm just not willing to take that risk in dynasty. You're not going to do it. I know that I have no hard feelings towards Tua besides that he went to Alabama. And like, Jay, would you have it. any, any changes to, to what we just went over there? Would you take pick it over the top 18 that I just said? Uh, five years. I mean, the, the, I think the fact of the matter is like a couple of those guys may, a couple may age out. And I mean, 15? But most are going to ascend, right? Yeah, so, I mean, so so, and that's why, like five years, I think uh, Cousins has aged out by that point. I think Gino is completely irrelevant. Um, I think Tua is done. Uh, so that's three that puts him in top fifteen right there. Uh, I think at least one of the young rookies probably washes out um, between Stroud, Young, and Richardson. I hope not because I like all of them and I think they could have good careers. But the chances are probably one of the three will wash out. Um, so I mean that puts him at fourteen. Like my my main concern is, you know, 
he had horrible uh, red zone efficiency. And I mean, was all over the place too. I mean, I think his first start, he had like one of his first throws was an interception. And I mean, he's kind of, God, it's just such a hard outlook for five years just because if he's going to crack the top 15, he's going to have to sling it. I mean, I, I mean, one of his biggest highlights was him. Uh, he, he's the guy who did the fake slide in college. And that's what he, that's, he's, he got a rule to forbid, forbade that now. Yeah. Like, so I haven't seen him rush at all. Really. And, well, and we're not, we're not considering any rookies who are starting the next five years. We're I mean, Caleb Williams, Drake may, I mean, those are the big timers coming out. And we didn't even talk about like Jordan love. Um, true jordan love i mean if he hits true if he hits i mean yeah so didn't mean to get into a tangent but just wanted uh wanted to put money where the mouth is very for, interesting uh, topic no i like that hey real quick too uh there's not many quarterbacks that are drafted that high that come out and are bangers in season one like herbert was was top nine and nobody really saw that coming um and just going back to two besides the concussions he's finished 31, 26, and 15 in 2020, 2021, and 2022, his first three years in the league. So Tua has barely finished in the top 15, and that's one time. Look at NFL stats on a per-game basis and then come back to me with your hate on Tua. We're talking about fantasy football. Okay? I want a guy that's going to be top 10 every year. All right, well, we love Tua. Justin loves Tua. So... We'll, uh, I'm just kidding. Anywhere outside. In next, rapid, rapid fire question. Don't think about this one. So sticking okay. with Pickett and Walker, who in real life is most likely to see a championship game in the next five years? Rapid answer. Neither. Okay. Scott. Rapid fire. Ruin every game. <laughs> that's, that's not ruining it. Like That's rapid fire. Neither. The Steelers and Seahawks are not going to see a who championship game in the next More likely. Between the two, to see a championship game in the next five years, Walker, because the NFC is weaker than the AFC right now, and it's an easier road to get there. MJ, rapid fire, Ugh, dude. Oh my gosh, I rapid fire. I'm gonna go. Go. I'm gonna go with Kendall Walker. Yeah, I'm going Walker. With I mean, to me, it's not 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 a question. The Seahawks almost made the playoffs last year, like crippling. So. Um, yeah, I think they got potential. They got Pete Carroll still at the head coach. The Steelers almost made the playoffs last year, crippling. <laughs> I mean, true. And I'm, I'm never counting out Mike Tomlin. Again, that's why I asked the question, because they managed to not have a losing record under his reign. So It's it's a conference versus conference question. Like, the AFC is just so strong right now. Yeah, it's not close. Um, all right, so second song, um, Choose Your Fighter, also off of the Barbie album by Ava Max. And again, without getting on another tangent, Ava Max, she's got some bangers. Go listen to the This Is Ava Max playlist on Spotify. Um, you will enjoy it. Um, so the average height for an NFL wide receiver right now per X website that I looked up, uh, six and a half feet, 199 pounds. So that's the average height weight of a NFL wide receiver. DK Metcalf is 235 pounds and AJ Brown is 231 pounds. So cool. they are about 30 pounds over the average wide receiver. 
Um, Jackson Smith and Jigba is at 196, and Devontae Smith is at 170. Um, both under, baby, but under the average. So, choosing your fighter again, um, obviously not real, not not an actual fight, but in terms of fantasy, what fighter team are you going with between Metcalf plus AJ Brown and Jackson Smith and Jigba plus Devontae Smith in Dynasty? Wait, uh, so it's Metcalf and Brown versus JSN and Smith? Correct. Oh, I mean, Brown and Metcalf. Duh. Easy, yeah. This no is question? Easy no question. No, no question. All right. Well, uh, this one probably will be just as easy, but switching up the teams, AJ Brown and JSN or DK and Devontae? AJ Brown, DS, uh, JSN. Ooh. Mm. Yeah, I'll... Mm. I'll have to go AJ Brown and yeah, AJ Brown side there. I think Metcalf really hasn't shown the same, but like same output, the same potential as AJ Brown does on a, on a week to week basis. Um, maybe he does this year, but up until that point, I'll be taking AJ Brown side and JSN. And just to second that, I, I do think that, I would put Smith higher than JSN, but AJ Brown is just so much higher than Metcalf that it doesn't make it close for me. It's it's Brown and JSN. They are both built different though. Brown yeah, and Metcalf. It's honestly so impressive, like how just talented while also being just physically uh monsters. So uh I agree with both. Um again, go check out Ava Max on Spotify. Um and do a Lipa. Dan, don't get me started again on doing. <laughs> hey, she has a she has a song called "Don't Start Again." There you go. It's it's full circle. It's uh, um, awesome, awesome segment. Um, the fun train. You always you always get us thinking. You get our mind, our gears going. Um, and really awesome uh, episode we had today, you guys. And once again, let me rehash. Like, thank everyone in the stumbling, bubbling, fumbling league. Thank you guys for specifically requesting for us to do a draft review um i appreciate the support and i hope you guys enjoyed the episode and don't forget you know the draft is just the beginning of your dynasty league right it, it doesn't have to be the end all be all it's not the it's the foundation of what you want to build upon right so you can still make trades you can you can still find that waiver wire pickup um still make the right moves to navigate your teams towards that end um you want for them right because there's always next year there's always next year um so big thank you to you guys big thanks to scott steve-o always being wonderful co-hosts um always bringing some engaging topics uh, to the discussion um and thank you to all the listeners um just a reminder we got football in what one two and a half 16 days, days 21 hours 41 minutes and 23 seconds i got the countdown <laughs> right around the corner and honestly i oh man yeah i can't wait to beat both of you guys in rmc and um and steve oh i mean scott i'm uh i don't know how abusement park's gonna go but um, good luck to everyone out there with your, uh, redraft leagues. I, I know Steve-O's got a couple of redraft leagues coming up. Uh, I got mine on Labor Day weekend. So, 
Uh, we're cutting it short, but you know, right before the season starts, where majority of these redraft leagues start, um, really get their get get going. Um, once again, if you guys have followed any of your list of our listeners have any requests, suggestions, reach out to us. Uh, we'd be more than happy to um, act on them and uh, try to spice up our podcast anymore. But um, Scott, you got anything to to say? uh sbf league thanks for requesting this pod um hope you guys like this episode uh no hard feelings to anybody that you know we might have criticized your team um hope you listen to some of our advice uh try and make some trades dynasty is really about making trades because your team's not going to change too much uh within the year um you have most of the players that are going to be picked up off of free agency already so um Start texting, start calling, get to know your league mates, make some trades. Uh, MJ, Steven, thanks again for another fun episode. Uh, I love that we reattacked Barbie again. Um, and yes, uh, grown ass man Christmas is just over two weeks away. Uh, that is the start of the NFL season. Um, and I cannot wait. So we're almost there, boys. Oh, yeah. A uh, fun train? Yeah, reiterating thank you to the SBF League for SFB, SBF, SBF, <laughs> um, for allowing us to to take a look at your league. Uh, excited for you guys jumping into the dynasty pool. Super exciting. Um, yeah, excited for the season. Looking forward to another year with you guys. Hoping to ramp up the pod and yeah, whatever league out there is listening, let us know uh, what you guys want to hear and what we can hash out. Cause I know you love to hear some, some battles and we want to duke them out. So uh, look forward to hearing from you guys. Oh yeah. And uh, before we break you guys real quick, um, I know we may or may not, uh, do a pod the week of the first game. So, um, of course, you may have next week, but um, Chiefs Lions, who you got? Might be an easy, might be an easy answer. Uh, Chiefs, Scott, uh, definitely Chiefs. Oh, listen, I'm a, I'm a be spicy here, and I'm gonna say the Lions are gonna eat this out uh, by the slimmest of margins. I'm gonna be spicy. I'm gonna be spicy. When's the last time the defending champion lost the first game of the season? Because that's that's been the trend in recent NFL history, where the defending champion gets the first game, right? Oh, I I don't, I don't I'm know. Pretty that. Sure, I'm pretty sure the Cowboys knocked the Giants off uh, like a decade ago, but I'm sure there's been another victory since then. Um, the Cowboys have played a lot of Super Bowl winners the first game of the season. Like they uh-huh. played the Buccaneers after they won, they lost because the Bucks broke Dak, but. Um, I'm trying to think. Ooh, we'll we'll look up this metric metric yeah. next time. Next time for the next podcast. Uh, like I said, awesome podcast, you guys. And until next time, this is uh, what's your fantasy fantasy football podcast? We'll see you guys next time. Sweet sweet fantasy baby.